Sarasota, Tampa Bay. And now it's time for Terror Shut up and sit down. What's going on, guys? Welcome to another edition of Paraprobe, and we are here at 1490 AM WWPR, right here in Bradenton, Florida. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to have a very special show for you guys today, because we're making a special announcement about the show. Nobody cares about it. There you go. <laughs> Actually, uh, what we're going to be doing now is because we, uh, you know what, this kind of spawned from, I think, last week's show. And the week before that that I did. It, it spawns from, um, well, paranormal people are just kind of a pain in the butt. So, Paraprobe from now on, we will be still doing paranormal. Uh, however, we're going to be breaking out of the paranormal genres. And we're going to be talking about just everything. Here's the thing. Paranormal means above the norm. So, if it's a hot topic that's going on out there that's way above the norm of what, you know, is going on in society and everything else at the moment, we're going to start talking about that stuff, too. We're going to start, you know, broadening our horizons here. Start bringing in special guests. Well, and there's a whole lot of very, 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 very novel things happening out there right now. Yeah, definitely. they're above the norm. So, why not? Why not? It's our show. We can do whatever we want. We do what This is true. We can do whatever we want. What did you touch? I was bringing down my volume a little bit, but I grabbed the wrong one, I think. Oh, my headphones just went crazy. <laughs> yeah, that, that was definitely me. I had to bring my headphones down because they were cranked way up. Whoever had these on before me, I, I, I think they might need bell tone. But, They're deaf. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> you cannot do the show in sign language. It's radio. <laughs> All right, so... Anyways, we're going to be breaking out of the paranormal a little bit, you know, here and there, and a little bit sporadic. So if you happen to tune into our show one day and you hear something that's not what you deem paranormal, well, we don't care. It's our show. <laughs> but the thing is, is that we are going to be breaking out of that norm a little bit. And when I mean paranormal people are a pain in the butt, what I really mean to say is they're, they're a pain in the butt. But it's not all of them, okay? It's just that <laughs> here's the thing. In the words of Ludacris, not all, just some. Not all, just some. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> You get, what I'm, you get what I'm throwing down now. You know who you are. I don't think I can say the other word on the radio. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I had to think before. I did. There, there is a 30-second delay between what we say and what actually goes on air, so we got time to leave the studio. But, yeah, no time to stop what goes out. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, and what I mean by that is, that, you know, that we've had a lot of paranormal people. We're trying to book, and they've always got stuff going on. You know, I'm doing an investigation this weekend, this, that, and the other. And uh, and to be frank, you know, well, actually, I'm Chance, but to be frank, some of them have an ego. And, well, mine's bigger. So I'm just not going to have them on. <laughs> Your ego? Your ego is bigger? Or? <laughs> hey, I'm just curious. I mean, everybody. I last name's on Hancock for her, no reason. So yeah. well, there you go. All right. So we're going to be definitely uh, talking about other things outside the norm of paranormal. But today we will be talking a little bit about Panera, you know, Panera Bread and paranormal. <laughs> paranormal. Dude, paranormal. before we came on air, I was thinking I was hungry, and I literally was thinking about stopping by Panera Bread. I've been craving fried chicken so much that, oh. like, dude. I have had fried chicken for, like, breakfast and lunch today, Yeah, and I still want more fried chicken. Who doesn't? Dude. Like, that's all <laughs> that's I can think thing, about. That's the thing, man. Uh, that's the thing. Fried chicken and fishing. That's it. That's yeah. all I can think about. Uh, from the South, we love our sweet tea, our fried chicken, our, you know, fried fish. You know, we, yeah, we fry everything. Bro, I think it just, you got me, like, on left field now, because, like, <laughs> we're talking about food. We're talking about Southern food. I got collard greens that I'm um, brought in this month. God, that sounds good. Oh, my God, dude. And, like dude, that, you got, like, the real, like, out of the ground right there in your backyard growing to, to make. I mean, that yeah. is so awesome. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I got collard greens. I got okra that I'm going to be growing. I love fried okra. Oh, boy. Do you remember a restaurant called Grandy's? No. There used to be a restaurant uh, all throughout Florida that was called Grandy's, and they had, like, the Best fried okra. I would always order the chicken fried steak, mm-hmm. mashed potatoes and gravy, yeah. and then the fried okra. Hold on. White gravy or brown gravy? It was uh, brown gravy. 
You got to get white gravy. Oh, I like white gravy too. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, oh. but theirs was I mean, like, the brown gravy. So now, now I'm a huge fan of brown gravy, especially mm-hmm. now that I know how to make a roux. Thank you, wife. And just <laughs> you're welcome. Oh, you made your wife at home. Oh, never mind. Well, her dad's a chef, so that's like motivation for me to like step your game up. I, th- I thought, <laughs> look, look, everybody, like just for the record, like this, my wife is the first woman that I've ever been with that can cook, like that can really cook. Mm-hmm. Her father's a chef. I thought I can cook. Man, I, I was seen, wrong. I have seen the spread that you guys put on. <laughs> you know what's so funny? We've gone out to eat together. Like, you know, a few times. Dude, we've known each other for years. We have never ate at each other's house. No, no. We order out for pizza. Well, you moved away, fool. You moved like, across the across the bay. Literally across Literally the bay. Literally across the bay. You were 15 yeah. minutes away from my house, and I then know. you decided to move across the bay. You were on the water, fool. I'm on the water now. Okay, you could have been on the water and near me. That's better. I know. What's wrong with you? I got married. She screwed up our plan. <laughs> Stephanie, what the... What? <laughs> she broke us up. <laughs> uh, you people out there just don't understand. No, anyways. No. Yeah. I mean, like, so... I, I, that needs to happen anyway. Especially, like, after our... So, the next few... This whole next month, we're, oh, we're, yeah. we're slam booked. Every weekend, we're slam booked. But, like, yeah. October, November... There we go. That's the thing that comes after October. <laughs> Very good. Tomorrow we're going to work on shapes and numbers. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> but no, like sometime in November, we definitely got to like get together in somebody's house. Yeah. And we got to do some cooking. Oh, yeah. We got to do some like cooking, cooking. We'll probably oh, come absolutely. over to your house because you have water and stuff. And, well, like, no, like that, but we've been to your house. You've never been to mine. Not the new place. Have you been to my house? Yeah, I've been to your house before. Oh, yeah, that's right. I still have your boat in my garage. That's true. And I brought it up that we need to pick it up. I can't count how many times for the last, I don't know, year. I have, too. I know. And my wife has, too. Okay. I'll get it done when I get around to it. Anybody got a truck they want to loan us? Get off your watch. You're doing radio. Stop reading text messages. Stephanie, stop texting them during the show. No, no, it's not that. Who is it? Somebody was was texting me. It was Miss Kim, and she was saying, "Hey, I'm way too far away. I mean, you need to send some love. Y'all complaining about being across the bay. I'm all the way across the freaking state, man. <laughs> Which is true. So we gotta send we gotta send Kim some love. All right, Kim, you can come too. Yes, she can obviously come too. <laughs> so uh, yeah, um, you know what I want to do though for Kim. When everything really takes off for H&E, I want to get her her own car. I mean, granted, she's, you know, got visual issues, so it would be entertaining, too, at the same time. So, (laughs) you know she's going to kill me for this. (laughs) Let's get her a canoe. Let's get her a canoe. She's over there by, like, alligators and Everglades and stuff. Like, let's get her a canoe, put her out there. She can't see it. Wait, it's cool. (laughs) (laughs) She is going to make a trip over here now just to punch us both. (laughs) But uh, but anyways, yeah, because I love to cook, too. I mean, I grew up, you know, in the seafood market with my mom. My mom was manager of Walt's Fish Market in Sarasota since I was, like, little, little. And uh, so I I grew up in that environment, and I learned how to cook all different types of seafood, you know, and all, you know, burgers, steaks, you name it. And so for me, it it became the norm. So I love to cook. Oh yeah, and I know you do too. Oh yeah. So yeah, man, we got to get together and do a, a big spread one day. Well, see, like, and I I'm torn. Like, if I cook for y'all, mm-hmm. I may have to do some Latin food because like, I love yeah Latin food. Yeah. So I learned how to cook it. Yeah. Like I even like deliberately just hung out with people that cooked Latin food so I can learn how to cook. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Like, like I it, mean, that, that sounds wrong, but, like, they were super cool people. But, like, they're like, oh, my God, you want to cook? I'll teach you. Heck, yeah, teach okay. me. Yep. I'm over here making empanadas and stuff. <laughs> oh, see, I got to get Jalissa, man, uh, Stephanie's uh, sister-in-law. I got to get her teaching me, like, some of that stuff, too, because they're all Puerto Rican and Dominican. So, and I love their food. Oh, my God. You cannot go to, like, her family's house and not leave, like, really, really fat. You get meat sweats when you leave. Okay. Well, let's go to their house. Yeah, you eat so much that you start sweating when you leave. See, like, and that's always a family atmosphere anyway because, I mean, it just, everybody's there. Oh, yeah. Kim's mad. She's talking junk. Oh, is she? She'll get over it. Oh, wait, hold on. I got to see what she's going to say now. <laughs> she wants a limo and a really hot driver. <laughs> well, the limo we could promise. <laughs> yeah, not sure about the driver part. We'll work on it. I, I mean, well, is she 
Nope. <laughs> I'm leaving alone. Just let it go. Just let it go, man. Let, let it go, go. Let it go. <laughs> All right. So uh, uh, we're having way too much fun. Yeah, we are. So like I said earlier in the beginning of the show, yes, we're still going to be doing paranormal talk here and there. We're going to be talking about, you know, talking to paranormal people. We're going to be talking to people from secret societies, people who do UFOs, people who do ghost hunting and Bigfoot and so on and so forth. But honestly, it's it's kind of stale. The show we did last weekend, we were talking about how the paranormal is not so much paranormal anymore. It's it, normal. Yeah, it's become the norm. It's, it's been beat to death. You know, and uh, yes, we can do interviews and twist things around and ask questions that, like nobody else would ask, you know. Um, but but even then, you know, there's only so many questions you can ask the same investigation people, the same investigation questions over and over and over. So that's why, like, whenever we've had paranormal people on – that I usually kind of don't talk about paranormal a whole lot. I ask them, like, the norm questions, like how their lifestyle, what's it like at home, you know, this, yeah. that, and the other. What kind of boat you got. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> because I like to know about them, you know. And uh, so, but like I said, the, the whole paranormal thing, yes, we are a paranormal show, but it is paraprobe. We want to start digging deeper into things that are above the norm. So we might be talking maybe a little bit of a political talk one day. We might talk a little bit. And, and, Trust me, it'll be something odd, obviously, in the in political talk when we talk about it. Politics is all odd. Yes, yeah, always. I can't odd. freaking stand it. Yeah, uh, but we're going to talk a lot, but you know, a little bit about everything really across the board, and uh, you know, and spread our wings a little bit, you know, spread our legs and learn to fly. So, I think that was wrong. I I've heard it both ways. Believe I can fly. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we're going to definitely, uh, we're definitely going to be, you know, bringing the punches here and there too. And uh, yeah, there's some people i'm going to be <laughs> giving some verbal punches too so we'll be moving on from that so today's topic is going to be us talking about all the head shots that jesse just sent me of you told me to send them. you headshots. you said don't do it right then so i did it so now. you just waited till now while we're on air yeah because <laughs> yeah. also my watch is like burr, burr, burr. everybody's everybody else is texting you i got jealous i'm uh, sorry you know okay i, I feel you i'm I feel jealous tight all right that's cool all right so you and i were talking about getting to Basically interview each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm nervous about that, but yeah. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you free reigns. You can ask me whatever you want. How old are you? I'm 48. Really? Yeah. Why? You're old. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I see, like... See, sometimes he can be a jerk, but there are the times, though, with Jesse, he can be a real jerk. So, go ahead. Well, see, like... I already know so much about you, so this is super hard for me to do, and that's kind of like what I was leaning on. And then, yeah. like you were like, "Now nah, we're we're gonna switch it up. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna switch something else up." So I like totally disregard. I literally made myself forget everything that I was gonna talk to you about. So like, oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, but anyways, um, I do have some paranormal news. I'll bring out and talk about it here in a few minutes. Yeah, I'll I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll come up with something. Okay. <laughs> well, then I'll go ahead and move on to it then. I'm very uh, unprepared. The Conjuring Home <laughs> is up for sale. Really? Yes. The actual, not from, not you know, not like a, a movie remake home like they do sometimes in a movie. Uh, they, you know, the actual Conjuring Home is up for sale. I think it's up for like 1.2 million. And like even with the ad, it says like you know does come with ghosts and stuff. So, <laughs> you know, I've had Andrea Perron on the show. She was one of the people from the Conjuring Home. You know, they grew up there. Mm -hmm. It was part of like the original film. You know, the story. Um, so yeah, that from talking from her, I legitimately believe her. There is definitely a lot of stuff going on in that house. Oh my God, I've got heartburn. It's killing me. Drink your good around, fool. I know, right? So, I know that. Uh, you know, when I spoke with her about about that house and all this stuff that kind of goes with it, <laughs> you know, from the paranormal side, I'm wondering who's going to buy the house. Because they were saying that if they sell the house, they only want to sell it to somebody. Obviously, if someone's going to purchase that kind of home, they're going to purchase it either one or two reasons why. Either A, they just absolutely do not believe in the paranormal. And they're like, well, it's just a nice location, nice home, yada, yada, yada. They want to buy it. Or it's the flip side of the coin, they absolutely believe in the paranormal, and that's why they want the home. But here's the thing. If they buy the house, they were putting in stipulations like, you know, at least be respectful and everything else. So they're kind of like weeding the people out that are wanting to purchase the home. Mm -hmm. You know, so I get that. You know, they uh, – out of a respect thing, you know, with the, with the other side. You know, that they definitely want to kind of make sure it ain't going to be some jerk doing really stupid things to the house. Because there's also a lot of family history behind it, too, you know, with the family selling it. So, yeah, well, I get it. 
You wanna you wanna place a bet on who's gonna buy it? I'm thinking Zach Baggins. Oh, you took it. Yeah. <laughs> Zach freaking Baggins. I I, I mean would, he's already got a house full of hunted crap anyway. Like well not like that, but he's got the money to purchase it. Yeah. You know, so I could see him buying it, or you know, just like I mean, if you look at the house itself, it's a beautiful house, big location, you know, you know, property, the whole nine yards. It's it's everything you would want in a big open space home. You know what I mean? So it's worth the one point. I think it was one point two million they're selling it for. Um, and then not only, not only that, but you have this historical story behind it. Even if you didn't even believe in the paranormal whatsoever, you do have a story behind the home that you bought, you know, which does make it interesting. You know, it's like made for table talk when you have guests over. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, don't mind the light flickering over there. It's just Satan. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> no problems here. Ignore <laughs> the bleeding walls. Um, so I, I definitely could see if someone who bought it who did not believe in the paranormal, I, I'm sure they know the history behind the house. You know what I mean? So I, or at least some of the story of it that it was haunted the whole nine yards because I mean it made big box office films. You know what I mean of that location? Yeah. So like I said, if somebody purchases it, it's gonna be one or two. It's gonna be one who just absolutely does not believe in the paranormal. They just think that this is a great buy. You know, for the price for the home and the the property, the whole nine yards. Or it is going to be the flip side of the coin, get somebody who's just like, I see business with this. I can see you somebody purchasing it and then setting up like haunted events like we do, you know, where you pay a ticket to go and investigate the location and all that. And I'm sure. I, I don't know, man. No, like, I'm I, sure the people who, I mean, because they've done like stuff like that there. Like, so if I'm, th- this is where I kind of land on that, okay. right? So if I'm going to investigate something, there mm-hmm. needs to be a reason for me to investigate it. Like if I know it's haunted. Or if it's confirmed 100%, like the walls are bleeding. <laughs> I was kidding about the walls bleeding, but I mean, but there is a obviously a yeah, big, no, no, lot no, of haunted activity behind it. Yeah. 100%. Like, yeah. and it'd be cool to like and you know go quote unquote investigate, but you're not really investigating. You're just like, <laughs> let's see what we can catch. You know? Yeah. I mean, you're 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 not investigating. Yeah. Investigating to me, and this is what this is where I like get irked by like mm-hmm. you know TV. Yeah. Because like. It's haunted, fool. You know it's haunted. So what are you investigating? You're not investigating. You're going out there to try to get something on camera for that, TV. That nobody else got. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, but at the same time, though, there are a lot of like, uh, you know, investigation TV shows that they are going there on the claims that it's haunted. It's, you know, from the homeowner saying Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I get so, that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. this is haunted for real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's literally. Point made. <laughs> yeah, it's literally okay. haunted. You know it. We know it. Everybody knows it. Everybody, even if you don't believe in a paranormal, guess what? Yeah. I ain't going in there. That's on it. <laughs> guess what? Water's wet and gravity works. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Ta-da. Yeah. Ta-da. So, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm really wondering, though, who is going to wind up purchasing that home. If Zach it's, freaking Baggins. If it's going to be somebody that's going to make it into a paranormal business, or is it going to be somebody who's going to be just absolutely not believe in it and just wanting it for the property? Zach Baggins or Joe Rogan? Dude, if Joe Rogan bought it, that'd be awesome. That would be hilarious. That would be awesome. I would go to a barbecue there if Joe Rogan bought it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, and, and I don't care. If, I don't care if Joe Rogan was just having a bonfire out back and sitting around drinking beer. I'd go hang out and talk with the guy for hours. Dude, that guy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I would definitely have to say that if you had the money, would you buy it? Hmm. No. Really? No. I would. I have different goals. Yeah, I would buy it and not let anybody investigate it. I would not turn it into a uh, business with that at all. Period. What would you do? Investigate it myself, and just do like a documentary of of it throughout, like say like a full year. I'd pick like, you know, starting on I don't know January first, then I want to investigate it for a full year all the way to January first of next year, and see what all I can find that happens and during the duration of that year. See, and I think that's something a lot of people don't get about you. You're always known as like, kind of the like. I don't want to say Howard Stern, but like just you're you're a little more hardcore. You're kind of a hard butt of the paranormal world. You're kind of a jerk. You kind of like <laughs> <Yeah>. egotistical, <laughs> blah blah blah. Yeah, I'm proud. But you also have this thing, this like curiosity about you that like no, oh, absolutely. And you want to share what you find in your curiosity with the world. Yeah, I think that's why we kind of get along because I am also curious about things and yeah. like I don't think like. People's discoveries should be kept to themselves. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think I have, you know, this serious scientific belief, you know, that like, hey, you have knowledge, share the knowledge, yeah. you know? 
For me, I think that the reason why I have such an, a just, I don't know, a diehard passion for the paranormal is because a part of me wants to believe, but there is a big part of me that's still very skeptical and doesn't. Yeah. You know, there there's a big part of me that still feels, even with the weirdest things that I have seen in my lifetime and experienced and, and not only seen but have heard, there is that huge, like, 70% part of me, to be honest, that's still skeptical about all of it. That still is kind of like, is it really real? You know, or is this is a figment of people's imaginations, including my own, you know, for stuff yeah. that I've seen and heard? Um, or, or is this like just some weird type of thing happening scientific that could be very easily explained if we just found the right path to find it? Like, put it this way. Every single crime that has ever been committed can be figured out. Yeah. You just had to find the right path. That's the, the key. Like you JFK. Got, yeah. You got to find the right path. Once you do, that, that, that mysterious murder or that missing person, you know, the, yeah. that unsolved mystery, it'll be explained eventually. You know, once you finally find that right path. Well, I mean, that's everything. I mean, yeah. it's like um, the earth being flat, you know, yeah. sailing off the edge of the earth. Where'd he go? You know, or, <laughs> you know, oh, we're going to sail this way to, you know, India. Well, you didn't make it, buddy. <laughs> didn't quite pan, pan out the way you planned. Nope. So. I mean, it, all of it, it, it takes the mystery out. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, like, this is still a mysterious part of our world. We know there's a spiritual realm. Yeah. Even if <clears> – I smoke too much. <laughs> <laughs> Even if there's, like, a, someone who doesn't believe in all of it, yep. in your gut, you still feel like there's something else out there. Oh, absolutely. Because that's – even if it's like aliens or Bigfoot or some crazy mess like that, you yeah. know, just anything There's out there. There's a guy who claims to have his drone footage that caught real footage now of the Loch Ness Monster. Just came on the news today. Really? Yeah. So i got to check that out now. That might be next week's story. <laughs> Dude, if they find a plesiosaur in that loch, I'm going to laugh. Uh-huh. I'm going to laugh. Yeah. I mean, like, I... And my kids the same way, but I was obsessed with dinosaurs when I was a kid. Oh yeah, yeah, and we've like, had that talk. Yeah, yeah. No, and when I first went to, uh, I think it was somewhere in Virginia. Mm-hmm. There was a thing where they had like a, an underwater like, VR simulation where you're in like Loch Ness or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's a plesiosaur. That's what that is. It's a plesiosaur. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a freaking dinosaur. Like it's not a monster. It's not like you know this, whole paranormal thing. It's like that. Um, that freaking fish they found that's been like on the planet for like three million years, you know that. Dude, the basking shark. There the, you go. Dude, the basking shark was believed to be extinct until like back in like I think 1920 when they first caught one live, and now it's not common, but it happens obviously a lot more often. Yeah. That people do actually see basking sharks. I believe it's still a protected species. Oh, very much so. Yeah. Yeah. They uh they get to be up to like over to like you know twenty five feet long. We're talking bigger than great whites. Big old shark. But completely harmless. Yeah. Yeah. They they are like the whale shark. All they do is feed off of plankton. They just swim with their mouths open and catch little fish and stuff like that. It goes in and that's how they feed. Super cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, 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 no. But if you saw one in the water and you weren't sure about what kind of shark it was, mm-hmm. yeah, it won't be able to find me through all the feces oh, and pee. God. Yeah. <laughs> dude, dude, dude. So I saw this video and it went viral and. It was this dude playing in the water, like hanging out in the water, and it's overhead from like a hotel, obviously overlooking the water. And there's a hammerhead swimming around. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw that yeah. video too. Yeah, yeah. And it looks like the hammerhead is going for the dude. Mm-hmm. But there's literally like after you see the hammerhead turn away, you see a fish running into the surf. Yeah. Like. Yeah, he was chasing the fish. Everybody's like, "Oh my God, look at this shark video it's, where this guy almost gets attacked." Go attack this guy. And no, it was just chasing a fish. He just yeah. happened to be in his vicinity. Yeah. People's lack but, of observation drives me crazy. My favorite one so far. Did you see the video of the man and the woman who was in the water playing, and the shark came to them, and the dude pushed the woman. Like he like outran her. He left her behind. <laughs> I was dying. Uh, I was like, you know that if they were married, it was over by the time they hit that beach. Oh, heck yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. That is a divorce. I guarantee if they did a follow-up story, they're they not together anymore. Gentlemen, I, I need you to train your minds. If you're with your lady and you want to keep her, train yourself to pick her butt up and haul tail to the shore if there's a shark. Yeah. You know, don't leave her behind, Don't especially if you want to keep her behind. Uh-huh. Exactly. So, yeah, in that video, uh, you have to look it up, man. It's on YouTube. But this, this guy literally just ditches her on the sandbar, man. He just starts hauling butt. I was crying laughing. <laughs> it was hilarious. Uh, so, um, but anyways, uh, I forgot where we were going with all that. But anyways. Nobody uh, cares. Yeah, really. We don't care. They don't uh, care. We don't care. They don't yeah. care. Yeah. 
You don't care. We don't care. <laughs> uh, yeah, but right now in the paranormal field, um, you know, with the like, if, if like I said, if I had a chance to buy the house, I would do it, but I wouldn't do events with it, stuff like that. I would just keep it for myself. Bring in you and a couple other members of the team, and we will turn around and just investigate it and do a documentary for you know over a year. And I'm not talking about doing a documentary documentary to sell and make money off of and all that. No. I'm talking about to find some real true evidence on this thing over a year span. Yeah. Imagine if it really is as haunted as it's claimed. Dude, we do a YouTube series on it. That way, like, even if it, like, doesn't – we don't have to technically make money off of it. Yeah. Like, you can do YouTube and have all the requirements to, like, be monetized. Yeah. But if you don't set up, you know – with uh, what is it, Google Ads or whatever, mm-hmm. or whatever they're using now? Yeah, you don't have to get paid off of it, so you yeah. can literally do YouTube for free, yeah. and you can do a year-long documentary. Yeah, uh, don't get me wrong. I mean, we are especially owning H and E, you know, entertainment. Um, we're all about doing you know paid events and tours and such, you know, and all that stuff. Matter of fact, we're working on a game plan right now to be opening up a group of tours. Uh, for haunted tours and such, all throughout the U.S. Uh, we got that going into play. We also have our uh, our other form of nope. Yeah, I'm not gonna put it out there. Thank you. Yes, but we have three other brands of tours. We'll yeah. put it that way. That yeah. will be going out besides just doing the the typical ghost walk tours. Yeah, one of totally my thing. <laughs> yes, awesome. Yeah, great <laughs> idea. Yep. Uh, we, we were talking about it. It came up a conversation about lost it. I was like, yes, absolutely. Here, I can see it already. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Um. Huh. Anyways, can we talk about the? Uh, the paranormal potential paranormal thing that we're putting together for what? Oh yeah, yeah, we can talk about okay, that. Okay, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I wasn't sure if you wanted to put okay, it out uh, there. Okay, yeah, I'll you go know, ahead and throw that out we're there. We're talking about like doing stuff. I mean, we're already affiliated with Genesis Paranormal and stuff. You yeah, know, we're 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 part of that team, but we like. But we're obviously we're creating our own team, you know, because it's going to be. A branch of us that's going to be doing this, you know, investigations again. And, of course, we don't charge for the investigations. We'll be actually going out investigating homes again. Here's the thing about me. I have been an investigator for a long, long time, okay? Um, When I've done my investigations, a majority of the ones that I did, I would say like 90%, were not commercial jobs. They were residential. And with that, obviously, there was a lot of privacy with all that when I investigated these homes. I wouldn't put out the people's you know, names and addresses and all that good stuff, you know. So, like, when I've dealt with people in the paranormal before, they're like, well, I really haven't seen a lot of your stuff out there. I'm like, everything that I've seen you do is already done locations that everybody know is haunted, and you're repetitively investigating the same locations over and over and over again. I've done a lot of residential homes, you know, and private investigations. That's stuff you don't put out on the Internet and all that. You know, it's like even back in the day with my original team that I had, you know, Pride Paranormal, you know, I created back in like 2010. Actually, I think it was like 2009, really. Uh, and when, we were, when I had that team going and we were doing, the, you know, the investigations with that, everything that we did, you know, we had all the, you know, access to everything. You know, the audio we did, the videos we did, so on and so forth. But we didn't put the stuff out there publicly, you know. So roughly how many uh, of these home investigations do you think you've done? Uh, with my team, I would say, oh God, not not like a ton, but I'd say maybe like fifty or so. You know, what about with my period? Team. Period? Well, well, way over that. <laughs> yeah, I've done a lot of investigations. Um, if I had to venture, I guess, and and I'm being dead honest, venturing, I would say probably, oh God, maybe a couple hundred. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad at all. Yeah, I mean, I really, I've never kept count, you yeah. know. And, and I see, that's the funny thing is because, like, I had a certain paranormal person, you know, go, well, you know, I, <laughs> I've seen you put a lot of them, you know, that you've done a ton of investigations. I've really never even seen you do these investigations, yada, yada, yada. Um, yeah, I, I did all these, like, residentials and those stuff. And even back then, too, like, social media was not a big thing back then. No. You know, Twitter, Facebook, all that. You know, we're talking 2009, dude, and before. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, I did a lot of investigations that never made it out there publicly. The one we did in Nelson Glass Factory, we were actually in the Sarasota Herald Tribune. You know, we were putting the newspaper with that one. That was yeah. actually what got me started in doing radio and everything else. Yeah. And so, yeah, and that's the other thing too. I don't care if an investigator has been investigating for one year or he's been doing it for thirty. If they're good, they're good. It doesn't matter. Well, and you can learn something. See, I had this philosophy. 
and I still do. Like, even when like when I was running boats, for example. Yeah. You get a new deck handle in there, you can still learn things from them because you have a brand new perspective on the situation. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. They may ask a question that you have never thought of before. Yeah, absolutely. And, like I had one chick, she was my deck hand, and she was phenomenal. Right. Mm-hmm. Started teaching her how to, you know. Drive the boat, started kind of like running her through things, rules of the road, all that to get her captain's license. And she's asking questions like, first of all, girl can't even drive a car. She ain't even got her license. <laughs> all right. And she can drive a boat better than most like people oh, I believe that it. I've known. Yeah. But I was super impressed. Mm-hmm. I was like, ah, oh, you're like the daughter I've never had. <laughs> and then I'd call her useless. But um, <laughs> that was my term of endearment. Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I have two levels, useless and worthless. Yeah. You know, if you're useless, that's me, you know, that's the term of endearment. That's the term of endearment if when you're we're worthless, poking fun. If yeah. you're worthless, I hate your guts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You're, you're completely, no, no. And it's true. That's just the way it is, like, in the bow business. You know, we, we, we just, we do. We, we just rag on each rag other, on each other oh, constantly. So yeah. if anybody's worked in a restaurant industry and, like, doesn't understand boat culture, it's the same. It's the same. Except, uh... I, I would say restaurant culture is more sexual. Like <laughs> Probably. Like, yeah. if there was literally sexual harassment suits going out for every time, any type of oh remark. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God, dude. Yeah. Everybody in the restaurant business would probably be fired. Oh, probably. And 100%, yeah. like, somebody in the restaurant business. And not just men. It would be both ways. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. absolutely. Oh, yeah. my God. The women are so bad. Yeah. Like, I worked at Panera Bread. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> oh my god yeah now no, no, that's not a reflection on panera bread that's yeah. just restaurant culture like, yeah and that it is wait a minute people, hold on hold on slow down a little bit don't get us wrong we're not saying every restaurant is like this but a yes broad, i am uh, but when I, okay he is. when i was growing you know growing up in waiting tables and stuff like that oh you know god. busting tables and all that when i was younger yeah there's there was those times you know yeah no 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 it it it's Never hilarious. date somebody you work with in a restaurant. Oh Just my don't god, do it. don't do it. Bad idea. Wait till after they quit. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Some of them work out. Like maybe one out of ten will work out. I, I don't think I've ever seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it where like one one out of the ten will work out. They yeah. wound up married and still together. Uh, you know. Yeah. Other ones. I feel like mm-mm. they get boring because like you're both having the same day at work and Bro, you have nothing to it, talk I, about. Oh my god. Yeah, this dude, when I was like, God, I was like maybe 15, I was busting tables, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, there was this, you know, to me at the time, I was only 15, so this older couple, which was like, you know, 24, 25, <laughs> they, I, I remember them, like, they, they had this thing going on, everybody knew, it was not a secret, No. but the dude cheated on the girl with the, I think the bartender, who was this other girl, right? Yeah. In the middle of the bar. The, the 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 other girl who was both the, the okay the guy and the girl couple were both waiters okay the girl found out she walked up and I literally just looked up from a table I was busting I was taking putting glasses in the thing and all that and I seen her look at him and point in his face and call him which I can't say on air <laughs> and she came up with that tray right in the uh, hoo hoo don't touch area <laughs> this dude's knees buckled I mean we're talking right in the middle of the restaurant they did not do it in the like you know in the back or anything I'm talking right on the <laughs> oh, floor oh my god I started laughing so hard I got rode up. <laughs> My mom, who was the one of the managers, oh, and I got wrote up because I was laughing so hard. I, I was like, oh, I my God. Too. Oh, my God. We had some drama. Like, I worked at another uh, food service-oriented uh, thing. I'm not going to put them on the air because, like, you know, we're yeah. not doing that. I already made that mistake once today. Um, <laughs> but Dang, I heard nothing. It yeah. just uh, – so I dated someone in another department of this particular establishment. Mm-hmm. And we were together for like two and a half years or like two years or something like that. It was a while, yeah. you know. Afterwards, dude, it just all broke loose. Like uh, managers from other places, employees in there. It was just like, good Lord, what is happening here? Like it was just, mm-hmm. whoa. And the harassment, which I mean I was – Red my, baskets and orgies. Dude, I was in my early 20s. So it wasn't – it's not really harassment if you're, like, cool with it, I guess, but, like... <laughs> well, it, at least back then, yeah. Yeah, if I was yeah. against it, it would have been harassment. Oh, yeah. Total absolutely. harassment, yeah. because it was just off the chain, dude. Yeah, um, I'm one of those people that uh, I, I always try to abide by that rule when I was younger, man, to never date anybody I work with. Yeah. I, I did it once, and it ended horribly, so I was like, yeah, never again. 
Yeah, that was the one time. No, it was two times at the same place. But like, <laughs> just didn't learn the first time, huh? Well, the first time I was already seeing that person before like I got the job there. Oh, okay. and they were paying more money than where I was at, so it was just like, gotcha. Okay, I'll come okay. work there. Okay. But like, yeah, no, you, oh, you don't you don't play where you eat. I got to give a big shout out to also to the Big Scary Show. Whoa. Yes, I uh, I, they are a podcast show. Uh, the show is. Oh yeah. Yeah the the show is actually hosted by a couple of gentlemen that do actual like uh, like real haunted houses, and I don't mean as in investigator haunted houses paranormal i mean as in attraction haunted houses uh one of the gentlemen you know that interviewed us uh you know has been doing it since like 1977 you know and doing this kind of stuff so uh they invited me on the show with other paranormal investigators uh from all around like there was guys there from rhode island there was me from florida uh another guy uh, another gentleman who was from um uh, lynchburg uh, tennessee and they interviewed all of us about you know, what it was like being a paranormal investigator, you know, like asking us our, you know, weirdest uh, experiences and such and all that. So I definitely want to give a shout out to, you know, the Big Scary Show. Um, I definitely appreciate you gentlemen for, you know, bringing me on and having me on. Uh, they're actually just put out the link, actually. <laughs> so, just now. Yeah, just now, actually. So what I will be doing is on all my social media pages and all that stuff, uh, even for Paraprobe and everything, I will be putting it out there so you guys can check it out. Um, they were like really, really cool guys. Uh, you know, there was like Dennis and Drew, um, you know, there was Ronnie, uh, Adam and, uh, oh my God, I'm drawing a blank on the other gentleman. My bad. But anyways, <laughs> so it was, but it was a really good show. We had a lot of fun, you know, all of us being interviewed about, you know, doing the investigations and such. It was, it was a good time. It was a good show. I liked it. They actually, you know, they, they know what they're doing. Yeah. They had their crap together. Unlike yeah, us. Unlike us. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, they were professionals. Uh, you know, okay. we just no, we show up and do a show. So yeah, I definitely want to throw that out there. So once again, the Big Scary Show is the name of it. Uh, make sure you guys go check it out. They actually got some. I went back and listened to some of their episodes. They got some really cool shows, man. And, Sweet. And Drew, you could tell he's definitely got that. Like me, he's got that voice for radio. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. So um, yeah, it, it was it was a lot of fun. So I'll be putting that out there on all of our social media pages, you know, and like I said, Facegram, or Facegram, <laughs> I combined the two. Ta-da! Ta-da! Facebook and Instagram is at Paraprobe Radio, and Twitter is just at Paraprobe. Uh, what? Uh, no. You I'm paused not... and gave me a weird look. No, no, I, I'm giving you a weird look. I, I, I pulled my back earlier today. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. like, I, I'm trying to find the most comfortable way to sit. Mm-hmm. Like, Standing feels better, but the way you're sitting right now is like you're getting into like a deep conversation. Like like you're you know, like right now I'll be like, where were you on February 24th at 9 p.m.? You know what I mean? You have, oh, you had that serious intense look. Yeah, no. But it, now I learned that's just pain. Yeah, no. It, it's it's a so like I do manual labor. That's that's what I do. You know, yeah. I like working with my hands. It feels good. You know, and it kind of like I can think and work at the same time. Mm -hmm. You know, or I can talk chunk with you on the phone and work at the same time. Yeah. But, like, I I totally twisted wrong. And you know, like, how, like, it wasn't because something's heavy. Mm -hmm. It's just you moved wrong. You moved wrong. <laughs> yeah. Bro, I'm 48 years old. Trust me, I know. Yeah. No. Yeah, I, I wake up and roll out of bed and pull the muscle. Like literally pulled a muscle in my lower back. I think I think the weirdest one is when my uh, kid was first born, and you know how like when you have a newborn, you're mm -hmm. like super stressed out, not sleeping, yada yada. Yeah. So you're you're not real healthy anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I went to hand him to my wife and threw, <laughs> and like pulled a muscle, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like a newborn. He's like six pounds, <laughs> seven pounds. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember that. Uh, you know, there was one time that I literally I woke up in the morning, and I was getting ready to go to work, and it was like early, 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 early morning, and I was sitting on the couch and just pulled on my socks, grabbed my sneakers, go to throw one on, no problem, go to throw the second one on, pulled a muscle in my back. <laughs> I went to stand up. I could barely stand for the rest of the day. I couldn't stand straight up. It was oh my god, it like it just locked up right. So I'm just sitting there, you know, and, and, of course, you know, people like the office and stuff are like, you know, just tell there's something wrong. I'm walking odd. Yeah. And they're like, what happened? And I'm like, I literally pulled a muscle in my back tying my shoe. And, <laughs> and, and like, like this is back like even when I was even thinner, right? You know, so yeah. I mean, I'm, like even now, yeah, I got a little bit of meat on me, but I'm not fat, you yeah. know. And, uh, and a big bone. Yeah, big bone. <laughs> Fluffy. So 
I've always been, uh, you know, like for most of my life, though, I've always been pretty active all the time physically, always been in good shape and everything. Um, You know, and so that was during that time that I was actually physically in shape. Yeah. And I'm like, how? How? Yeah, exactly. How did I pull the muscle just tying my shoe? Dude, so I went back and... Dude, have you ever sneezed and hurt yourself? We're not going to get in that conversation because it's just very awkward, and I'll, I'll tell you after the show. But yes, yes. Dude, that's stuff we've got to talk about on air. No, no. <laughs> we're not, no, no. I'm going to get it out of you eventually. All yeah. Right, whatever. No, no. That's okay. You can tell me off air, and I'll just bring it up next week on air. You're not going to want to. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's real bad. And that's not that. No. That's, okay. That's disgusting. <laughs> I think I've already put it together. Yes. Thank yes, you. yes. I think everybody else has to. We're not doing that. <laughs> that's <laughs> terrible. Whatever. Fine. Uh Let's just say COVID sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I can fly. <laughs> just blowing yourself up in here. Yep, pretty much. Yep, okay. We got it. Uh, Guys are at both ends. Yes, okay. yes. That was terrible. For audience out there, I think you probably <laughs> figured it out now. If you haven't got it by that clue, please find another show to listen to. You know, it was so messed okay. up because, like, all right, so, you know, I, I, I'm a young guy. I'm in shape, blah, 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 you know, so... COVID wasn't like you're in shape right now. Like you're like lean. You're you know pretty defined. I mean you know you're you're I, I, in shape. I'm leanish. We'll, we'll call it that. I'm I'm yeah, not whatever. I'm not in the best shape whatever. that I've ever been, especially right now. Okay, maybe not in your life, but you definitely are not out of shape. Yeah, no. Yeah. Me, but, I'm I'm round. Yeah. Actually, I'm not fat, but. So that being said, COVID wasn't that bad for me. Mm-hmm. But you know how like one of the re- the reason all the toilet paper got bought up was because of one of those rare side effects. Now I know why all the toilet paper got bought up. Exactly. Yes. I I, I put it together like immediately. It's like, Houston, and we did not store up toilet paper. Oh God. Yes. And it was all gone everywhere, man. <laughs> oh my God, that had to suck, bro. Oh, uh, paper towels aren't fun, buddy. Oh my God. <laughs> A little rough. Yeah. I'm a real man. I use sandpaper. <laughs> but uh Do you want to play a game? <laughs> <laughs> that would become a new saw thing. Yeah. Oh, Having a wipe with sandpaper. Uh-huh. Um Yeah. Those so, are good old no, days no, no, of torturing no. people. I mean, never mind. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah. Waterboarding with yeah. sandpaper. There you go. I uh Be nasty. Oh my god. I like okay, I, I don't care about sharing it. I I I've been vaccinated. I've done the vaccinations. I've been vaccinated. Yeah. Um, you know that. I never put it out there publicly because it's like, dude, I, I don't care either way. If you get vaccinated, cool. If you don't, cool. I really don't care. Yeah. No. Really, I'm not a doctor to tell you what to do. Do yeah. what you do you and I'll do me. I'm, put, I'm putting this out there. Anybody yeah. that cares, like, watches too much TV or is just, like, completely involved in too much of the uh, craziness going on in the world right yeah. now. like. Yeah. So there, there's going to be two types of people, people mm-hmm. that have been vaccinated yep. and people that have had COVID. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because everybody's going to get it eventually. Yeah. Regardless if you've been vaccinated well, or not, and, too. And that's everybody's what, going to get it. And that's what they were saying. You yeah. know, it, during the beginning, two weeks to flatten a curve. Yeah. You know, that's what it was about because they were putting it out there. Hey, everybody's going to get this. But we have to flatten the curve of everybody that's getting it. What they wanted to do is the the same plan that I told you that's the only plan that could possibly work to get rid of COVID. You would have to take every man, woman, and child on the planet and lock them up separately for a total of about eight weeks. That way, whatever virus at that point or variant that they have in them Mm -hmm. is going to end with that person. Okay? Yeah. Then, because they'll, they'll eventually go past where they're not contagious but, anymore. But, that, but wait a minute, let me finish. Yeah. And then any of the stuff that they may have coughed out or sneezed or whatever from being sick, you know, in their home and all that, that will all be dead by then, too. Mm-hmm. You know? So, but the problem is, you can't not make everybody locked down. Thank you. just you. can't. Thank you. Yeah. There's yeah. always going to be people who are going to be like, nope. You know, people that got to work, people that got to go to, you know, schools, whatever. Yeah. You know, whatever. I, I, I don't care, and I'm not going to get in that big political talk about that. Because at the end of the day, it's political. That's really what it is. Yep. I do not care if you get vaccinated. I don't care if you do not get vaccinated. Not my business. No. Okay, so there. Done with that. So anyways, when <laughs> I got vaccinated, dude, the second shot, everybody's talking about, you know, you'll feel ill. You know, you'll, you'll get some symptoms and this, that, and the other. <laughs> Everybody I knew who got the second shot was, like, sick for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Me, I got sick that next day after the shot. And by that night, all I did was I just wrapped up in a blanket and made myself get as hot as I possibly could, and I finally started sweating. When I woke up in the morning, my side of the bed literally felt like, I mean, it was soaked. 
I mean, we had to get new stuff, everything, because I sweat so hard in the night that it literally was like somebody just poured water all over my side of the bed, all over, right? Mm -hmm. The the blanket was soaked, the whole nine yards. However, when I got up, I felt perfectly fine. Yeah, you felt like a million bucks, he told me. Yeah, I felt like a million bucks, completely (laughs) gone. Stephanie, on the other hand, <laughs> she was sick for like four days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have always been that way. Like we, like we were just talking about the other day. We've been together for going on eight years, right? Mm-hmm. She's only known me to get sick twice in eight years, and that was one of them. And that was one. Of them. <laughs> yeah. See, like that used to be me, especially like when uh, before my uh, great aunt Joyce passed away, mm-hmm. because she lives in or lived in the mountains of Virginia, mm-hmm. hillbilly country. Oh. That's where my people are at. You know? She could probably survive a nuclear fallout. Yeah, well, they have this thing there called white lightning. Oh, yeah. The real white lightning. Oh, yeah. And I have about probably eight ounces left really? of the original white lightning. That will kill anything. Yes. So, Dude, but, white lightning will kill herpes. Yes, probably. I don't know. Unconfirmed. I bet it would. Yeah. Uh, if it's you, unconfirmed. Don't take don't take our word for it. If you got herpes, don't go out there and drink white lighting because it's not confirmed by no, doctors. You don't drink it. You put it on there. No, there you go. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it is. That's right. It is a topical solution at that point. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but no, they were coal miners and stuff, and yeah. I mean, so like that's where like majority of the family that I could track because I have a great grandfather on one of my sides of the family that was adopted. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where that part of the family came from. Mm-hmm. The other part were Irish that moved here, and during the time, no Irish need apply. Yep. So, like, yeah, it was one of those things. They went out to mountains, started doing their thing, and, mm-hmm. you know, prohibition. Prohibition and happened. All that, yep. yep. So, like, they were already making their own stuff anyway. Mm-hmm. Because if you follow the history of, you know, these people who were moonshiners and who were making their own liquor, and why prohibition was, like, a huge thing and a big deal, because... They were already making their own anyway. They oh, brought absolutely. recipes from Scotland and Ireland yeah. here. Yeah. And we're doing They were it. making vodka out of potatoes. Yeah, well, they. it was mostly corn liquor and stuff. And yeah. Then, and whatever else. I, I don't even. I go back periodically and just listen to this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. But so we were already making it. Mm-hmm. And that stuff, you take uh, probably half a shot glass, mm-hmm. probably a half a teaspoon of honey. And I put cayenne pepper in there because of the vitamin C, the capsaicin, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. And you put it in the microwave for 15 seconds, heat it up a little bit, swish it around, take the shot, go to bed, wrap up in a blanket like you were. Yep. Sweat. You will sweat that stuff right out. Oh, my God. Yep. Dude, every time I do that, I don't get sick for two years. Every time I've had, like, a flu or anything in my in my lifetime, I've always, like, uh, the first thing I do, because, you know, like, they, they say, like, when you're, when you're running a fever, that you don't necessarily get hot. Your body feels cold. Yeah. Because the outside temperature has, you know, from the core has gotten so heated that the ambient air around you feels cold. You know, so what I always wrap up in blankets. But when I wrap up, even when I start sweating, I still stay bundled. I look like a caterpillar, you know. <laughs> and, and then eventually, finally, it's like, you know, my little chrysalis finally breaks the mold and <laughs> all the sweat comes out. And then I wake up and I feel perfectly fine the next day, you know. Yeah. I, I've, I've literally have had a cold. That I've caught from, like, you know, from, uh, well, actually, uh, I, I had a cold one time that I caught from, um, I think it was my, yeah, it was my brother. I was mm-hmm. going to say my cousin, but it was actually my brother. He had this cold he couldn't shake for, like, a week. Mm-hmm. I wound up catching it over it within, like, 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean. It, it made him mad. Dude, <laughs> you were in the military. Yeah. You know, so, like, you got shut up with a bunch of junk anyway. I think you even got shut up with the an- anthrax thing yeah. that, like, yeah, I've been killed a bunch the, of people. Yeah, I've been through the anthrax series, too. Survived yeah. that, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just your your immune system is, like, they need to study you and make, like, <laughs> a freaking vaccine or whatever for everything yeah. from, your, like, your blood and stuff, your antibodies. They, they definitely need to, like, take one of your lymph nodes and be like, all right. Here, yeah. study this. <laughs> Find out what makes him tick. There, there you go. We have uh, the immune man over here. Here's one of his testicles. We just have that for curiosity. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll start calling you Uniball. That's right. So, uh, yep, they call me the roller. <laughs> rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it brings a whole new meaning to rawhide. <laughs> oh, God. oh, he went there. Can't yeah, it. yeah, he, he went did. there. No, it's pretty good. Nailed it. Nailed it. So, uh, moving on back to paranormal. <laughs> Dude. Speaking of testicles, we're back to paranormal. 
So, um, you don't like got none. <laughs> yeah. It, it, like, if, no. <laughs> now, if I had a chance to buy, like, like let's say, uh, oh, God, like Waverly, okay? Waverly, yes, I would buy that and I would open that up to the public and be doing events there and let people come out and investigate and so on and so forth. What, that was the one in California, right? Uh, God, I off the top of my head, I just threw a blank. I can't remember if it's in California or wherever it's at. Uh, no, no, no. You're thinking Winchester Home. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. That, that one's Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, Winchester Home, um, if we were to purchase that, or if I was to purchase it, which I guarantee we'll, we'll never have that happen in our lifetime, but just hypothetical. Mm-hmm. You know, if I bought it because of the size of the property and the house itself and everything, sure. I would do investigations and, you know, let people rent it out and all that stuff. Um, you know what I would love to do? You know, never mind. I got to talk about it because the money adventure we talked about doing later on. So never mind. I'm not going to bring it up. I've already learned my lesson now about bringing up the stuff we want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've watched other people. I would like back with Dead X Radio. I watched other people try to emulate what we do. Yeah. Yeah. And I've had people tell me they tried. And, and the reason why, I'll give you an example. All right. One day, back in the day when we had Dead X Radio, we were, you know, uncensored and all that good stuff. We did paranormal horror, sci fi. Uh, there was four of us. There was me, Jeff, Pat, and John. All right, we did the show, talked about you know celebrities and everything else, and you know t- interviewed celebrities the whole nine yards from paranormal horror and sci-fi films, everything else, and uh, very Howard Sternish and all that good stuff. So it got a little notoriety, got a little bit of a buildup. Next thing you know, we were brought also onto this. Uh, it was called Vitty Space. It was created by um, now- Elizabeth Saint and Nick Groff. Yep, now it is called Cosm. Yeah, man, now Elizabeth Saint has Cosm. So Elizabeth had told me, like, <laughs> back in the day when we stopped doing Dead X Radio for a while, that there was, like, like she would get calls from people all the time, you know, that have these paranormal podcast shows. And they'd be like, uh, yeah, you really got to have us on your network. Uh, we know you don't really have Dead X Radio anymore, you know, and uh, we, we were, we're like them, you know, we were, you know, we're very hardcore, blah, blah, blah. And so she'd be like, okay, well, let me check out the link to your show and check it out or whatnot. And she would. And she had told me all about this, all the times that this had happened. And long story short, one of them reached out, claimed they were like the, the next Dead X Radio or whatnot. And she listened to them for about maybe five minutes. She called the individual back, and she goes, yeah. She goes, uh, 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 you don't have a bad show. She's like, don't get me wrong. She goes, you don't have a bad show. You know, you're informative. I listened to like about a good five or ten minutes of it, you know, because she's busy. You know, mm-hmm. she don't have time to listen to everybody's show that comes through that wants to be on there. And she goes, but I can tell you right now, you are not <laughs> Dead X Radio. You're not even in the – she goes, the the term not in the same ballpark, she's like, you're not in the same city. She goes, you can't – yeah, you, you're not going to be able to pull off what they've done, you know, because we were crazy, you know, lack of a better term. Yeah. And with this show, I like it because it's a little more mainstream, a little yeah. more calmer. We still get a little off, you know, with our, our talk and stuff. Yeah. But, of course, you know, we also are regulated by SEC fines, so we can't push it too well, and, far. And that's part of the reason, like, I really, I really, 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 really want this so bad that, like, it's driving me crazy. I want me, you, and John to get together. And do an uncensored. And do an uncensored. And like, we, we've been with, having that talk to let our audience know. Uh, John Rusnick, who uh, was you know one of the you know founding members of uh, Dead X Radio, um, <laughs> has been talking with us about us coming down to the studio in Sarasota because John owns a full production studio in Sarasota that we used to use all the time. Uh, you know, props productions, and John and I are still going to be working on projects together. Oh yeah, you know we've been talking about it, uh, but we you know we're talking about this about what maybe a week ago two weeks ago yeah uh we had this conversation we're like you know what let's do a pair of probe uncensored dude he's such a he's such a jerk and i love it like i can't i can't say what like i actually think he is john and he, i have been so literally like brothers for like 15 years like you know? stepbrothers like take the movie stepbrothers and that's dumb yeah we, we, <laughs> yeah john will john is that guy that i am not exaggerating will literally call me at 8 a.m on a sunday morning wake me up i'll be like hello and he'll be like you suck and then hang up <laughs> i love it just because uh, just because he and, just he, and, he literally could be sitting there eating breakfast in the morning and be like yo i'm gonna call chance <laughs> hello you suck hancock click <laughs> and that's it that's all i get and, yeah. uh, but, but you know what? The thing I love about John, though, is because he is very direct and very blunt and very honest. Yes. And that's the thing that I love about him. That's the reason why I told people before, I'm like, look, me and John have been like family for a long time. Mm-hmm. And because 
we know each other, we, we read each other, we know our ins and outs, we know our attitudes, everything else. I can handle John. A lot of people cannot. And that's to be honest, they, they, because he is so very just, he will, he, he is gifted at finding your weak spot <laughs> and just working it until there's nothing left. Yeah. But, but he does that for fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, that's why I like and for the us, dude. that's why we love yeah. it because we're used to that. that. That's the reason why I'm him and I are like, I've known so many people who quit being friends with John and they're like, why are you friends with that guy? And I'm like, because I like him and he keeps me honest. He's hilarious. Yes. And he keeps me honest. Yeah. He'll call me out on stupid stuff that I've been doing, you know, or if my ego gets too tall, he'll knock it down a few notches. Oh, yeah. You know, and keep me grounded. You know, that's why him and I are still like family dude, and always will be. I like him. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. Like, he just, even just a little conversation that we had, what, whatever, long ago, mm-hmm. I was laughing. I'm still laughing. Dude, you can't, like, dude, he, <laughs> John is, you have to remember, you have me who's, let's be real, an alpha male. John is definitely an alpha male, mm-hmm. you know, and you have an alpha male mentality. No. And you're, you're just a little, little more relaxed, you yeah. know, but you do have one. I know. Trust me. I've seen it. But the thing is, so when you get the three locked together, <laughs> stuff happens. That's all I can say. Yeah. So, yeah, we well, are. Li- I used to be a lot, like, more of a D-bag, for lack of a better term. Oh, I know I you was. Know, I, just, I, I will straight up admit it. Yeah. I've aged. Yes. I've aged. Yes. I got a kid now. Yeah. I got bigger fish to fry. For me, it's more of, you know what's so funny is, like, the older I got, the less that I care. Yeah. So it's like the, the, there's things that used to just spin me up back in the day. I'd get all mad about and huffy and puffy. Now I'm like, why was I mad about that? That makes no sense. Yeah. You know? Especially like, you got to be real. Let's be, I mean, being real with the public, if you're in anything in the media, and it don't matter. It could be just even on social media if you're like an influencer. You can be a weather girl. Yeah, a weather girl. <laughs> anything. You're always going to have a hater, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the thing is, and we've already beat a dead horse on this before too. You know, for <laughs> me, I just legitimately don't care. Yeah. I, I really don't. You know, because the fact it's like, dude, you don't sign my paycheck. I can really give a damn about your opinion. I really don't care. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, you don't sign my paycheck. I'm not sleeping with you. You know, <laughs> we don't live together. Like your opinion just isn't there. It doesn't matter to me. No. Now don't get me wrong. Like you know, we do have. I don't like to use the term fans. Friends of the show. You know, that follow us and such, you know, and such, and they give us compliments and stuff. Yes, we love that, you know, and I will pay attention to that, you know, but the people are being negative. Sorry, you just don't quite make my radar, to be honest. Well, I mean. And we, I know that sounds egotistical. We but don't really read Well, I'm co- egotistical, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I just got a text. I hate you. <laughs> yeah, see, there you go. I'm sure John will send me one here eventually. Oh, yeah. oh, actually, John's on a plane. I forgot. Oh, yeah. He's, he's flying going out to, to L.A. Yeah, he's flying out to L.A. today. Had to go do some filming. L.A. Los Angeles. But, um, so yeah, I definitely love the, the new direction we're going to be taking this show. It's yep. no longer going to be just all the paranormal stuff. So just keep an eye on all the different topics going to be popping up because with H&E Entertainment too, that business, we are not going to be locked into everything paranormal. We've got all kinds of stuff that's going to be happening that's even out, outside the paranormal reign. And, or, you know, it really is. Yeah. And you know what? We got to make fun of everybody. We just can't make fun of paranormal anymore. Like we we can we just we need to broaden who we make fun of now. That's true. Yeah. So yes, paranormal. Be be prepared. We will pick on you too. But we're gonna pick on everybody. I see. I'm so great for radio. I'm terrible with words. <laughs> <laughs> you just throw the idea out. I just kind of piece Dude, it together. It's kind of like playing Legos. I'm totally glad that I'm not like in like the mainstream news or anything because I'd get shredded on a regular basis. Be like. What are you talking about, dude? That didn't even make sense. <laughs> what the hell is a potato and Legos got to do with this? <laughs> I have no idea, but it worked for me in my head. Yep. I'll just uh, be back here working the board. And dude, and, and <laughs> seriously, like, I have had, like, those kind of things where, like, you – it's so funny how you could think of one thing. And trust me, we're all guilty of this, every single one of us. You could be thinking about, I want uh, a Coke, you know, something to drink, right? Then all of a sudden, it'll lead into something that turns into another thought that forms into another thought that forms into another thought. And next thing you know, you're talking about, like, I don't know, little people wrestling. <laughs> you know, and you're like, that came from getting a Diet Coke. So, yeah. Oh, dude. We all do it. We got these random thoughts that pop through, and they just kind of feed each other. Yep. All right. So, anyways, we're getting ready to head out. Yeah, we wasted enough of your time tonight. We'll see you all next weekend. Yep. Enjoy some Rage Against the Machine. See ya.